Welcome to another episode of True North Nerds. Yay! I was going to let you do it by yourself just to make it awkward, but I think I'm going to jump in. <laughs> this week, uh, just a little bit of a grab bag episode. There's going to be some news. Uh, Jen and I are going to talk about the Super Mario movie a, a little bit, and we'll just sort of, you know, go from there uh, because we're down a nerd uh, as. Not sure if we mentioned it last episode, but nope, uh, Kevin did. is off being theatrical, and he could not make it for a recording. So it's just the three of us, and the three of us being me, uh, Ryan is also here. Hello. And Jen's also here. Hi. So, Ryan. Yes. What's in the news this week? Oh, man, what is in the news? Okay, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna start with a good one that's going to send us off on a tangent i think yeah we, we got don't another go on tangents we, never we got another the flash trailer with even I, I more michael want, keaton i actually want to watch that movie <laughs> which is odd for me to say about a dcu movie but i do want to see it <laughs> i i'm trying to remember what his name is but there there is a listener of ours who will be happy to hear you say that because whenever <laughs> we talk about DC stuff, he's like, he mentions the fact that, like, your wife really does not like DC stuff. I'm sorry. I just really don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, in this, we see, we see more Michael Keaton Batman. We see Ben Affleck Batman. We see multiple flashes. Supergirl. Batman says the line, you know. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Like he did in the first Batman movie. Way back when. Oh, yep. No, I'm once not... again, it makes me want to see this movie. I don't want to see this movie for Batman. In fact, that's probably the thing that it has going against it for me. Um, <laughs> I do really like The Flash. Like, he's a good character. I, I really liked him in the animated one. I liked the TV show, except for it got super repetitive. Um and I like Ezra Miller as the Flash. So I honestly want to see the Flash movie. I'm probably in the minority, but I want to see it for the Flash. Um, the Supergirl looks really cool, but she's not one that I'm familiar with. And I could not care less about Batman. <laughs> Michael Keaton or otherwise, I am sorry. <laughs> That's my uh, review. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I think it looks pretty cool. Uh Jen and I also accidentally watched a Japanese trailer, I guess, that released yesterday. Okay. Yeah. And it had a couple different things in it, including Japanese. a shot with the... <laughs> yeah, it also had a lot of Japanese in it. A shot <laughs> where the two flashes 
are running and the uh, the I guess the other universe flash has different lightning color than the the main yeah. one. Yeah, he's blue. One's yeah. one's blue and one's red. Yeah, you, they showed that in one of the other trailers. At one point in the the trailer before this one, you see the two of them kind of run together kind of go back to back with their feet touching and then go running off in different directions and you get one blue one was blue and one was yellow or red whatever his color is red i'm assuming that it's barry screws up the universe like you know the plot of all of the tv show Um, oh yeah and that's that's another barry from a different timeline right yes well we do see there's multiple berries that's why yeah yeah, because there's the barry from the michael keaton universe yeah, who's like That's a the kid. one we meet. Well, yeah, that well, say his age, the same. Yeah, and then there's our regular Barry, and then we see how he messed up the universe by the looks of it, because we see the the events of Man of Steel happen again, but no yeah. Superman there. So, yeah, uh, the listener is named uh, Jermaine Jones. He interacts with me on Twitter oh, okay. a fair amount. Seems like a nice guy, hey. uh, it, but he also is like. Very much of, of the opinion that DC's movies this year are going to be better than the Marvel films. So I'm Ooh, curious to see uh, how that pans out. Yep. To be fair, the hey. some of the DC stuff I'm like like I'm looking forward to Flashpoint. I'm looking forward to Blue Beetle. I think Blue Beetle could be very good. But mm-hmm. at the same time, Guardians is getting really good reviews yeah. right now. It is. It's... I mean, it could be correct. It could like I think all the DC you really needed is um, to not make another Batman movie and to have some kind of cohesion, which is what the Marvel movies have had for 20 years. Yeah. So it's nice to see DC jumping on the bandwagon. (laughs) Well, they're kind of resetting their bandwagon, so. Yeah. I'm also not sure of Aquaman. Yeah. That's the one they haven't really shown or said anything about it. Yeah, but it's also quite a ways away. Yeah. Like, it's December, right? That's when we're getting it. DC always wants to have its cake and eat it, too. It's the same thing with the, um, from what you guys have been telling me about, like, when they did the New 52 and everything. It's like, okay, everything needs a reboot, but not everything. And then that just makes everything confusing. And it seems like they're doing that with the movies, too. It's like, we need to reboot everything. Oh, but not everything. And like they just keep making the same mistake. <laughs> yep. But time will tell. Yep, but time will tell. I have been proven wrong many a time before, and I may be proven wrong again. <laughs> um ooh, okay, another another big trailer or teaser this week. We got our first look at uh Dune part two. Oh, I didn't see that one. Oh, oh yeah, I missed that somewhere along the line. Oh, yeah, it kind of came across quietly. I almost missed it, and all of a sudden I saw an article with like, oh, I first looked at Dune, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's coming this year. Ooh, that means yep. we've got to watch part one again, because I like do it not was remember a, Like a trailer, or? Yeah, it's a, it's a, oh, wow. it's a trailer, okay. yeah. You, you see Zendaya a lot, and... She finally gets to be in the movie? Yep, for more <laughs> than just the five minutes, yep. Yeah. Actually, um, I really liked the first one, so I'm I'm been looking forward to the second one. Yeah, yeah. Or not really looking forward, but eagerly awaiting, eagerly <laughs> anticipating it. Yes. Yes. So that's coming. Oh, we got our first uh, extended teaser trailer for Godzilla and Kong. Oh, I didn't see that either. Monkey oh. versus lizard. No, not versus. It says monkey and lizard. Versus what? <laughs> exactly. 
It looks Insect? like some, no, robot it looks like monster. It, it looks like it's versus other monkey. But Mechacon? Uh, yeah, it looks like other monkey might have Godzilla type powers though, like energy powers oh. and stuff. So from the teaser, we we do see what almost seems like Godzilla and Kong squaring off again. But that could also just be, you know, good editing, right? To make us think that. Yeah. But it looks like the, you know, the, they talk about a lot of their battle awoken something else. And from some of the other images associated with the, you know, with this uh, promotions and stuff, there's been like another, what looks like another like Kong, another monkey, as you put it, with like glowing blue, like blue glowing eyes. So. I want to see like the heartfelt scene where Kong and Godzilla are like, okay, listen, Godzilla, I know we've had our differences, but we got to fight and join together and destroy this evil monster. They already did that last movie. Eh. Did they have a conversation? I want to see the conversation. Well, they don't actually do that. You feel grunts and stuff like that, but neither one of them talk, so no. See? <laughs> Should be better if they had a conversation. <sighs> no, no, it wouldn't. I don't want to hear what Godzilla has to say, other than um, Okay, Brent, did you see this teaser trailer? Did you see the teaser trailer for Twisted Metal? Yes, yes, I did. There's not a heck of a lot to it. No, you get to see Anthony Mackie talking, saying, I think, does he say, gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, start your engines or something like that? Yeah. And we get a glimpse at Samoa Joe as Sweet Tooth. Yes. None of those uh, words made sense to me. He <laughs> is the body of Sweet Tooth, but not the voice. Oh, no? Okay. No, I believe it's Will Arnett is doing the voice of him. Okay. So, Jen, are you uh, familiar with the video game Twisted Metal at all? Nope. So, it was a PlayStation game where you, it, like, drove around in, in like, more or less, like, Mad Max-style vehicle, like, cars, uh, trying to destroy each other. <laughs> and now it's going to be a TV series Starring okay. Anthony Mackie Yeah, except they've added plot to it yeah. I was going to say <laughs> oh, According apparently. to Wikipedia In a post-apocalyptic wasteland John Doe, a talkative milkman with amnesia That's Anthony Mackie Is Wait, given a, a mission man? to traverse the desolate world To deliver a cryptic package in order to stay alive Alongside the assistance of Quiet, a rash car thief Doe faces a life-altering opportunity, but must confront ruthless marauders in deadly and destructive vehicles to secure a chance at a better future. Did you say he was a milkman? With amnesia. How does he know he's a milkman if he has amnesia? I don't know. Maybe he has a shirt that says I'm a milkman. (laughs) Maybe he Um, had a bunch of jars of milk. What's her name? Uh, Stephanie... Stephanie, uh, oh, what's her name? Because it's giving multiple last names for her. Uh, Stephanie Beatriz from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Rosa Diaz, she's in yeah. the show. She's the one who plays Quiet. Oh, okay. Thomas Hayden Church is in it as Agent Stone. And uh, Samoa Joe plays uh, Physical Sweet Tooth, Will, where Will Arnett is doing the voice, apparently. I, the only thing I remember from the game is the game to me was like Death Race 2000. Yeah, you just was, drove around like, in a arena with cars and tried to yeah. blow each other up. That's all I remember. 
Yeah, so I guess they're trying to add a plot to it. But maybe they're, like, to be fair, it's not like I am a twisted metal aficionado. aficionado. Yeah. <laughs> like, because there was, like, there was a ton of games. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm curious how many of them there were. Well, you looked that up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'll move on to the next new trailer that you played. You guys probably didn't see. Um, <laughs> our Hunger Games prequel. The Ballad you know of what? Songbirds and Snakes. I, to be honest, I just passed it up. I saw yeah, it there, and I'm like, I didn't even think of that. Like, oh, we're we're going to talk about this on the show. <laughs> I should have known better. Should've. But it, uh, it so was, it's yeah. coming our way this November. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also one of those ones that like, did we really need this movie? But, no. Um, yeah. Um. So from the looks of the trailer, it looks like we're at the point in time in this world where the Hunger Games have been a thing, but now it's when they make it like a spectacle. So it's like the first time it's like being televised and turned into just like a circus, which is, could be interesting, but yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I saw that movie. It was called Battle Royale, and it's quite good and available on several streaming surfaces. <laughs> Um, we got some MCU Fantastic Four rumors. Uh, there's lots of talk that Adam Driver may be cast as Mr. Fantastic. Okay. So Kylo Ren could be joining the MCU. Okay. And Antonio Banderas could be ca- is possibly cast as someone. Who do you think? He is being cast as. Doctor Doom. I've heard this rumor and it is so dumb. Not Doctor Doom. Oh, what's the Doctor Doom? I no. thought uh, that's the one I read. Who, oh, okay, no. who is he? Think bigger. What the or, thing? The thing. Bigger. Galactus? Seriously? That's what I read online. Yeah, but Galactus shouldn't be around for that first movie. Well, no, but they could. He, you know. You could tease him at the end yeah. as an unco- oncoming threat, right? But it's also, if, if that's the case, I'm sure it'd be maybe like a little bit of motion capture and some voice work, right? Not uh, not like he's going to be a guy in a costume. Oh, Ryan, you need yes. to do a, a, a picture of Galactus with Antonio Banderas's face. <laughs> I bet you it's already out there. <laughs> The the problem is I see with that is I just like it, like he is a good actor so he can yep. maybe overcome it but in my head because he's Zorro the only thing, <laughs> yeah it's he's, it's Puss in Boots is what <laughs> I hear <laughs> there you go so yeah someone's got to find lines from Puss in Boots with and put it over top of an animated Galactus and then <laughs> all shall bow before Galactus. <laughs> Uh, uh, you know what is the like one of the weirdest Fantastic Four rumors in that same line that I've heard? Yep. But in some ways, I'm like that is so far out there. I would almost get behind it in a weird way. Is um, Mila Kunis? That's what. I, okay. Yeah. As the thing. Oh, I didn't see that. Hear that? Oh, that's the really? one that I saw floating around, I and thought, I'm like, okay, see, I saw, it, but I thought they were casting the one. I one of the ones I saw was casting her as Sue. That wouldn't be bad. No. How okay, is so. She... Oh, go on. 
No, go ahead. I'm going back to Antonio Banderas. So if you yep. want to finish your thought, go. No, for no. It. So I'll, I just googled pictures of. I pictured Google's. I googled pictures of Antonio Banderas next to Galactus because you know it's all in the news. And yep. basically, all you see of Galactus is his nose and mouth. And really, that's Antonio Banderas has a pretty attractive nose and mouth, so I can see it now. That's what I said. Like that, there would be a little bit of CGI, you know, motion yeah. capture. Even if they, and if it's a voiceover, it could, you know, doesn't you have to make him look like him at all. Yeah, it's like what's his face as Judge Dredd, yeah. where all you saw was his chin. Yep. Yeah, it's, yeah to be honest, it's just like the 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 voice in my head. Yeah, the voice. Yeah. Well, they'll, they'll just, robot like, the it voice. It doesn't match up. But hey, I'm I'm sure they'll robot the voice up. Well, he doesn't need to be a robot, but it needs to be grand. Yeah, that's what I mean. And echoey. And then Squirrel Girl comes and they become BFFs. Yep. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, and then uh, another MCU alum is wants to join the DCU. Did you hear uh, Karen Gillian wants to be Poison Ivy? Oh, that would be good. Yeah, that be I, good I'm on board with this, this casting. Especially if they do like Poison Ivy, like from the latest comic book, that run. She'd be great. That'd be cool. And she's a great actress. So. Mm-hmm. You still with us, Brent? Yep, I'm okay. listening. Uh, okay. So, are either one of you fans of 2004's Dodgeball, a true underdog story? I am. Well, they're making another one, Brent. 20th Century Studios has announced a sequel. I feel this has been announced before, like Uh, years ago. I don't know. Maybe it was. And apparently, uh, Vince Vaughn will be returning. To you know, to play his role. So, there you go. Another comedy that'll be repeated, repeated, repeated on television in a few years from now, whenever it finally comes out. Yeah, good point. Uh, oh, we got some more Ghostbusters Afterlife sequel news, uh, or as people are calling it, Ghostbusters Firehouse, with the working title. Um, it will be coming to theaters December twentieth this year. I'm excited. Oh, this year. 2023. Mm, I see that being pushed back. Uh, probably, but let me have this. I, I don't think it wants to. <laughs> and that's a, that's just me looking from a cynical, like, does that movie really want to take, like, be in that Christmas battle? Well, you what's know? the other movies coming out at Christmas right now? Aquaman. Aquaman will be out during that part, right? Uh, I think Ghostbusters can beat Aquaman. Uh, I'm not sure about that. Uh, okay, well, some of the I early think... ta- some of the early talk about this Aquaman movie is not good. I think Ghostbusters should beat Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> it hit him with a proton stream. Uh, so they have revealed the new team. And it's all return- returning characters from the first movie. Uh, Paul Rudd, his character Gary Gruberson, yeah, Callie Spang- Spangler, so that was Carrie Coon, the mother. Oh, she was so cute. Oh no, I thought that was the kid. Yeah, no, so no. the kid was adorable. <laughs> uh, Trevor, uh, Trevor Spangler, so Finn Wolfhart, and mm-hmm. Phoebe Spangler, McKenna Grace. So she was whole, so cute. 
The whole family's <laughs> coming gonna be in New York busting ghosts. I I like that actually. I I I I liked the 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 new Ghostbusters. Yep. So I think Yeah, me cute. too. And me I really three. liked Phoebe. She was adorable. Yeah. I loved her jokes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were great. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so we got some Sony, uh, talk and info for uh, Sony's Craven the Hunter movie. Ooh. That's the one for the, the Sony Spider-Verse. Or the Sony movie-verse of Marvel characters, or whatever they're calling it. Uh, it apparently is going to get an R rating. Really? Yep. And there are reports that a classic Spider-Man villain will be appearing in this movie. And other, and other, other than, you know, Craven, of course. Uh, who wants to guess? Brent probably already knows, because he probably saw this already. Yeah, I saw it already. Jen, I, do you want to guess? Green Goblin? No. Doc Ock? No. Dude, think, uh, keep thinking animals, though. Spider-Ham? <laughs> no. Uh, so the rhino, oh. and it won't be Paul Giamatti in a mech in a mech suit this time, like in Amazing Spider-Man that's, Two. Yeah, that's that's technically a classic Spider-Man villain, but he's more like a henchman. <laughs> it all depends on the story. Yeah. Um. Oh. Okay. Geez. So I've got a partial list of movies that are coming out in December. Okay. So, um, it, it's hard because some of them are, I know are like not really happening. Well, not that some of them are like Netflix releases and aren't listed as such. Okay. That being said, um, in December alone, wow, it's a, it's a whole whack of, uh, movies we didn't ask for. <laughs> uh, well, see, there you go. But we so did ask that, for um, yeah. The the aforementioned uh, Hunger Games movie is supposed to hit in December, apparently. Okay. Uh, you also have, uh, I believe... No, that's coming in to... November. That's coming oh, in November. Oh, so they moved it up. Yeah. So Wonka happens in December, if that comes out. That, like that's... I said, there's a whack of movies nobody asked Is that for. a sequel, hey. or what's the prequel to... That, uh... is, that is the origin story of Willy Wonka. Oh, my God. You okay. Know, hasn't anybody... Everybody is always dying to know what Willy Wonka was like as a kid, right? Yeah, and uh, isn't Dune in there as well? Uh, don't know when Dune's coming out. Yeah, so that might be one that's moved as well. So yeah. uh, what and, I do know and, from Dune is it is also being released on Max at the same time. It's a simul yeah. release, just like the first one was. Oh, that's a mistake. Um, and uh, the color purple, the the musical based off of the original. So based off of the book okay, and the Spielberg movie, yeah, like that, that's not there's really your Oscar kind of competition yeah. there, right? So yeah. it's uh, yeah. If I were them, I would really move it out, but I don't know where you would move it because which one? Not like January is great. Uh, Ghostbusters. So between a couple of those, now Wonka, either Wonka should move or Ghostbusters should move. One of the two. Wonka shouldn't be released. I don't think Wonka's going <laughs> to be released. I believe office. when it came up, we all said this is a movie nobody is asking for. Yeah. But so they made it I anyway, don't even so. remember. Yeah. 
That means Timothy Chalamet has like two fairly big movies coming out in the same month. Because he's in Dune. Ah, uh, I was like, I don't know who that is. He's the the main kid in Dune. Oh, okay. Pasty white guy. Ah, pasty white guy. <laughs> uh, so Kevin's not here to talk about this, but uh, we're you know we're getting a Star Trek uh, TV I guess TV movie um, about Section Thirty One, starring Michelle. Uh, I'm good. I don't. I can't pronounce her last name. Michelle Yeoh. Yo? Michelle Yeoh. Michelle Yeoh. Yeah. Okay. Yo. Yeah. At least I believe so. If we're wrong, somebody please feel free to correct us. Yeah. Kevin can correct us. Uh, so that's been that long talked about series slash something for Section Thirty One. Uh, we are. They finally announced they are going to make it as a movie. I think it'll be like a streaming movie. I don't think it's going to be an in theaters movie, but. Still cool. Uh, and she is also starring in a new series that's coming to Disney Plus next month called American Born Chinese. Did you guys see the trailer for that? Uh, that no, I but I've read the comics it's based off of. Yeah. I think I read the comics too. Yeah. I've never read the comics, didn't know it was based on comics. Saw the trailer, yeah. thought, wow, this looks fun. It's a uh, oh, what is his name? Uh, give me just a second to pull it up. Click, 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 yep. click, click, The click, whole click. series is being dropped all at once on May twenty fourth on Disney Plus. Yeah, and apparently Ooh. it's different from the comic book. Like it, they they took a different take on it. Okay. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, uh, Jean uh, Luin Yang, I'll, I'll hopefully pronounce that correctly. Um, he's a, he's kind of an interesting story in comics because he's a guy who did uh, mainly like sort of independent books and uh, just like uh, stuff based around uh, his culture and stuff like that. American-born Chinese is one. He also did uh, two graphic novel set called Boxers and Saints, which is excellent. Very good book that came Maybe out. Maybe that's of, uh, the one I read. Yeah, you could have read that one because that's upstairs on her shelf. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, like for the last little while, he's like he's the guy who was doing uh, Avatar comics for Dark Horse for quite a while. And he wrote like a which good, avatar? Uh, sorry, Last Airbender. Okay, a good. One. And he also did like a chunk of Superman in the last little while, and Batman and Superman. He's the guy who's been writing Shang Chi for Marvel, like since the most recent revamps in 2022 and 2023. So like, nice. like he's been like he went from like indie to complete and utter mainstream stuff so well good for but him he's, he's a very he's good writer aid. yeah and i i really like him like it like he's done some really good stuff so awesome so jen i heard you say um the good one when i asked which avatar which bring, which leads me to ask did you hear that in 2025, we will be getting the first of three Avatar The Last Airbender animated movies. Ooh. Showing the original team that we all love uh-huh. as young as young adults. 
Oh, sweet. If uh, if you look, you can see the promotional images of the team. There's been a bunch of images floating around the internet this weekend. <laughs> tickety, tickety, tick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that goes along with the. I guess you know Netflix is also giving us that live action series and stuff, but this is animated. Well, if that happens. Well, I think they're filming it, aren't they? Oh, they cast I it. didn't know they had gotten that far. I thought they'd started filming. It says October tenth, twenty twenty five. Yeah, for the animated Yoshi ones, yeah. movie in twenty twenty four, Zuko movie twenty twenty five, Korra movie twenty twenty six. I don't know. I'm just looking at pictures. Those could be wrong. I have no idea about any of that. I just know. Zuko got hot. <laughs> Grown up Zuko. <laughs> I know Yay. for the uh, the live action. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the 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 dude who's been making all the nerd rounds as of late has been semi campaigning for it. Um, guy who plays the the rebel pilot in uh, Mandalorian. Oh, Paul. Uh, it was in, it was Appa. Oh, yeah. so Paul, Paul, and I don't remember his last name. <laughs> Angry Appa? Paul, uh, Paul Sun Hung Lee. Yeah. Uh, what? on, <laughs> as again, as I mentioned last time, uh, bitter Asian dude. Yeah. On, I love his, I love his, and I think he's Angry Appa on Instagram or something like that. I follow him on Instagram. Could be. He's uh he's uh, been going to a lot of the Jays games lately yep. too. He was watching the Leafs game last night, or two nights ago, or last night, last night, yeah. Oh, maybe he's already in that Avatar show. I should say, I think he, wasn't he cast as the uncle in the live? I, maybe I misread a tweet that he did. Yeah, because it they, somebody was asking him what other nerd things he would like to do. Oh, okay, and, and he like he he has stated that he'd kind of want to do Star Trek as well. He really wants a spot in Ghostbusters at some point. Well, yeah, that'd be <laughs> he's already like, he's like he cosplayed as in Star Wars. He's in Star Wars. It's like he <laughs> cosplays as Ghostbusters. It's like just put him in the movie, guys. Just give him <laughs> make him in charge of the Canadian chapter. You know. The merchandising fees alone. The, you know, oh the, yeah, no, he's already. You're You're right. He signed as uh, Uncle Iro. Yeah. Ooh, sweet. Oh, he's such a good. He'd be a good Uncle Iro. Yeah, I, yeah. I must have just read his tweet wrong. Because I think I know we've. I'm certain we've talked about that before too. So. Yeah. All right, so I got to do an Avatar: the Last Airbender rewatch between now and 2025. Yeah. Well, that at least then. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then there's we got some Transformer news this week too. First, uh, we got uh, uh, some news that there is a new animated Transformers movie coming next year. It's going to be so far. It's called Transformers One, and it's supposed to be kind of like an origin movie. So it's all on Cybertron, just robots. That's why it's animated. No, My Little Ponies. No, no, my po no ponies this time. <laughs> and um, they announced some of the voice cast. I was surprised at some of them. So Lawrence Fishburne is going to be Alpha Trion. John Hamm is Sentinel Prime. 
Keegan Michael Key is Bumblebee. Scarlett Johansson is Alita. Brian Tyree Henry is a young Megatron. And Chris Helmsworth is a young Optimus Prime. Oh, neat. That's one of the ones that, that caught me as a off guard. That this sounds expensive. Me. Yeah, well, yeah, it's an expensive <laughs> voice cast. It's like, it's not voice actors, it's actors. But it's like, wow. They went with Thor for Optimus Prime, eh? Hmm. Okay. <laughs> I know Peter Cullen's getting up there, but uh, it'll be interesting to see. And I know Peter Cullen hasn't been the only person to ever voice Optimus Prime, but, you know, he is the best. So. <laughs> so that's coming. And then we got a trailer for Rise of the Beasts the live-action movie that's coming later this summer. Uh, we've all seen it. I have thoughts, questions, oh and comments. <laughs> um, first off, uh, Unicron, oh my god, looks awesome. Now, with that said, if Unicron is the big bad that's coming to Earth in this movie and appears to be at Earth in this movie, unless he doesn't actually make it, and that's just on a different planet. Um, and these movies, now they're saying... So we've always wondered if Bumblebee was a soft reboot. Now they're kind of saying, no, these movies still lead to the Shia LaBeouf, Michael Bay movies. If that's the case, how does the world not know about Transformers and Aliens when there's a giant planet the size of your planet you know, closer than the moon to your planet. Uh, how? You know, I'm sorry, they don't have neuralizers like in uh, Men in Black to make people forget shit. So, how does that get explained? Yeah, like unless probably it's be- it doesn't. <laughs> like, oh well, Unicron flew in from the uh, certain angle that was mostly just ocean, so nobody really saw it. Like, no, 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 no. Um. But yeah, so I this is. I don't think they're putting that much thought into it. Oh, I know. <laughs> this, this is why this should just be continue along the reboot. Forget about those other ones, but whatever. Um, so yeah, I think this movie is either going to be really awesome or it's going to be a big steaming pile. <laughs> I unfortunately tend to support the latter. Well, you feel that way about most of the Transformers. Yeah, but I really, general. really like Bumblebee. Well, yeah, because it is good. I think the problem with this is, as we sort of mentioned earlier in terms of, like, DC a little bit, is this is a definitely looks like a case of uh, having their cake and wanting to eat it, too. Yeah. Like, they, they want it to connect to those Bay movies because Bumblebee didn't do as well. They want it to connect to Bumblebee because, critically, Bumblebee did better than any of those ones did. Like a, like just yeah. people tended to like that one more critically, like especially the, the last ones, like yeah. the uh, Marky Mark movies, which were not great. No, <laughs> I think he's a transformer. Gratuitous <laughs> <laughs> Bud no Light commercial. No shit, Marky Mark. Thank you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then they're like, like to me for like Beast Wars. Why didn't they just do a Beast Wars movie? 
You know, if it, people would have gone and seen that shit without trying to connect it to whatever this may be trying to connect to. Yep. And and that's the thing is like it is. I will say like a lot of the time I feel that these movies have good ideas in them and they just get so overcomplicated in kind of their own crap that it makes the movie worse. Like it's, you know, just like if you just gave us robots that turn into vehicles fighting other robots that turn into vehicles, people would be happy with that. Yeah, but wasn't that the first like six movies or twelve movies or however many there've been? <laughs> yeah, but no, there's always, always like been... a crappy MacGuffin. Like the the a humans almost shouldn't even human be love interest or something. Yeah. Yeah. Now the first one, you know, you got to give the first one props for being the first one. It's you know, it was good. The <laughs> second one, it was a victim of the writer strike. They were filming that, and they were just trying to, well, we're getting this thing done. When, so it didn't really get the rewrites that it should have gotten when they were filming. The third one is good. And then there's those other two that came after that. And that's all I'm saying about those. <laughs> um, yeah. I like Bumblebee. And, and then Bumblebee finally came out. <laughs> Bumblebee, Bumblebee is good. And Bumblebee gave us the best sequence in all the movies when it opened on Cybertron and we got all of our classic looks and we saw classic characters and we all loved it. And what is the substance of that scene? It is robots that turn into vehicles fighting other robots that turn into vehicles. Yep. I rest my case, your honor. <laughs> like, and like, I I'm curious that like, because I liked Bumblebee, I'm actually more apt to go see this one. It's it's not going to be like kind of a first round pick, but if nothing's on that week, I'll I'll probably go see it. Like I'll like you and I will probably go see it, or you, I, and Ed, or something. Yep. But at I'm the same time, if like it's competing with something else, that something else is probably going to get more of my attention. Yep, I understand that. Yeah. And Ron Perlman's doing Optimus Primal's voice, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's uh, I, I like me some Ron Perlman. Yeah. I don't know. I, I counted three female characters in that trailer, and I think that, like, somebody got to Michael Bay. Cause... Well, Michael Bay's not making these. He's just a, a producer now, right? It's one of those oh, ones where... that's why there's females. Okay. Yeah. It's one of those things where, I... you know, you make the first couple, and then after that you walk away. But because you were there at the beginning, you still get money from the rest because of your deal that you made. Yeah, because he really only likes women if they're just, you know, there. Washing his car in bikinis? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> he likes butts. Yeah. I, I think uh, if we, it's kind of like Quentin Tarantino. I think the undisputed thing is uh, he is definitely a butt guy. Okay. <sighs> I hadn't heard that before, but okay. No, like, if you watch... Any of those type of movies, it's there. There is at least like a good sustained shot on a female bottom. Uh, okay, but uh, something yeah. to look for, kids. <laughs> uh, that's it for my news. Okay, I got a, a little one. Uh, it's a follow up to news that we talked about before. 
So uh, Batman, the uh, Batman Caped Crusader, which was the animated series that J.J. Abrams, Matt Reeves and Bruce Tim were working on for HBO Max is uh, officially at Amazon. I think we had talked about that, but it's also been upped for another season already, which is kind of interesting. And um, we're also getting the fact that like there is more stuff as part of this deal that they're working on. So there is, there's like a kid's movie in there and I clicked on the wrong article. Oh, Brent's fired. Yeah, I'm fired. There we go. (laughs) Yeah, it's got a two season order at Amazon and then, ah, there we go. There is a, Merry Little Batman movie that is coming out without that's like a Christmas sort of kids movie. Okay. That and it, it will have a spin-off series called the called Bat Family. Um just looking from the animation style, it's definitely like more geared towards humor and kids. Um but Damien is apparently going to be the Robin in this one. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, yeah, hmm. except in Little Batman. He is... Damien is Little Batman. Oh. So, uh, yeah. I, I thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, and it's good to hear that we're going to get two seasons of that show. Especially since, like, uh, I read an art- another article that went through the, uh, the fact that J.J. Uh, Abrams has, like, this big sort of overall look deal at Warner right now. And like every pro- every project that they've greenlit has also been canceled. Oh wow! It's like the the Justice League Dark stuff that came and went. There was a show that he was doing that was going to be the first show since Lost that he was or since Fringe that he was actively involved with that got kiboshed. This cartoon. Well, he got paid for all that, so yeah. yeah. But uh, alrighty, well, thank you for the news, Ryan. No From problem. There we roll into uh, Jen and I finally took a couple little people and my sister to go see Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> um, so just quickly, kind of like because Ryan and uh, Kevin did a really good recap of it already, yeah, which I haven't listened to yet. <laughs> That's okay. So, uh, spoilers may abound this time. They were kind of reined in last episode, but this time we'll be able to talk about it a little bit more. Uh, I really liked it. Yeah. I knew you would. This movie is lean, though. There is, like, no fat on this movie. It's a fast 90 minutes. Yeah, Yeah, it is. But it was super cute. And you could probably make it faster by, like, five if you took out that... Uh, almost obligatory Jack Black sing-along. I don't know. That song was awesome. And it's just it was pretty good, but it's time. not like really relevant to anything. I think actually, honestly, I think it was kind of relevant because what they're doing is showing the kids that Bowser is big and scary, but also kind of silly. So 
Yeah. It, uh, it's okay, making yeah. him less scary to the kids who are watching this by having him have those silly romantic parts where he's like, okay, now you pretend to be Peach and I'm going to act at what I'm going to say to you. And, you know, that all he wants is to be married. Like, yeah, I the, think the, it, and, it's it's toning down the scary. And it gives his motivations. His motivation yes. in, the, in the picture of him loving Peach. Yes. But it, it so it does both. And I, I thought it was very cute because, uh, I mean, it is a movie designed for children. <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of that's also true. Yeah, and I, now that the now that it had a movie that was also a song in the movie that was released as a song, um, it could it could qualify for an Oscar. <laughs> oh my god! I hope it was an Oscar. <laughs> hey, you know, um, Blame Canada got nominated. That's, that's true. Peaches. And 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 Robin Williams sang it at the Oscars, and I yes, loved it. Did. Because I love Robin Williams. Um, I really liked. Um, I think Seth Rogen has the perfect voice for Donkey Kong, and nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> so I really I liked Donkey Kong in that movie. I thought it was really funny, and I really liked Toad. I've always liked Toad, um, but I really liked that Toad was just like I'm going to be part of the team, and just was there. <laughs> I liked it when the two Toad guards were like. Um... Yeah, she's not here. Yeah, um, yeah, your princess is in another castle. Yeah, <laughs> it was so full of those fun inside jokes for people who have played the video games. Like, it just it had so many little jokes and 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 like callbacks and ties and everything. Yeah. Even Easter from eggs. the yeah Easter eggs. Even like the um the commercial at the beginning, where it's basically the theme song to the the animated mario cartoon <laughs> yeah the rap and then they're yeah. wearing the yellow capes yeah it, it was it was so cute and i love that luigi was the damsel in distress uh mm. for that whole movie and that um peach wasn't yeah and that she got to like kick butt and that we kind of got a little bit of her kind of origin story where she was just kind of bound and adopted and then she became their princess and that explains why there's a princess leading the Mushroom Kingdom. Or a human, yeah. I should say, leading the Mushroom Kingdom. And uh, I once again need to say how how awesome the depressing star thing. Yeah. Uh, death's sweet, the sweet release of death. Like, huh? I googled him. So that's from um, the Wii one. Uh, from the uh, Wii yes. Mario that I didn't play. But I was like, ooh, that's kind of uh, dark to be in a kid's movie, huh? <laughs> But also funny. So. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the kiddos that we went and saw it with at the end, I asked him how he liked it. And he basically just stood up and went, this was the best movie I've seen in my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> the six year old. So, um, yeah, <laughs> I couldn't give it a better review than that. <laughs> the The only thing I will say for it in terms of a complaint and uh i think our friend rex might side with me a little bit here when when he hears this <laughs> but um i don't have a problem with the celebrities doing the voices for it like i thought chris pratt's mario was pretty good but other than uh anya T taylor joy and mm -hmm. maybe jack black 
celebrities were not needed to do these voices because they tuned them up so much. Oh, and uh, what's his face as Donkey Kong? Yes. Like, like Keegan Michael Key as Toad. They like upped his voice so much that like you, there is no telling that it was him. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of like like when I mentioned to people in that first, I think it's the first one or two Transformers live action movies. Megatron is voiced by uh, what's his name, the guy who was Mister Smith in the Matrix movies. Yeah, I think it's in the Nobody first knows one. that because it doesn't sound anything like him. Well, that Megatron was in the first movie for like 10 minutes. Yeah, but he, he did the full voice things for both of them, right? Like, and they, but they computerized and altered the voices so much that it didn't really matter. And I would almost argue with this that it's the same. Like, Charlie Day as Luigi, it could have been kind of anybody. But, like, I don't want to. I don't want to crap on their performances. It's just like the voice actors who have been doing these characters could have done these characters with the same script, and I think it would be almost as popular. That's like true. I don't think it would have changed anything. I'll agree with that, except yep. for uh, Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. Yeah, <laughs> he was pretty solid, and it's not like it, it with Donkey Kong, especially. There's no voice that you really associate with it. Well, now there is. <laughs> yeah. Anytime so, I hear uh, Seth Rogen, I'm only gonna think of Donkey Kong. Yeah. <laughs> so I also so because we were with two little people, we didn't see the the post credit scene. So that introduces an actual Yoshi into it. Well, well yeah. It, yeah, like his up, egg. There's, a, there's an egg. You see an egg in the sewer and it's hatching. So yeah, because yeah, okay. we didn't see the Yoshis. Yeah, we saw, we saw the, a whole like, bird of them. Yeah, we saw, yeah. but not the Yoshi. Yeah. I guess is the not Yoshi Yoshi. Yeah. Yep. Got to leave something for the sequel, I guess, right? Yeah. Oh, I, I hope I, there's a sequel. I still <laughs> think that, that thing that Jack Black has thrown out of uh, Pedro Pascal as Wario is. Yes. I, I, I think that's your money there. I think that's a brilliant idea. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> I I mean I kind of hope that in the next movie Luigi gets to do a little bit more. He didn't get to do a whole lot because he was the damsel in distress. Um, yeah, actually, that's a good, perfect way of <laughs> characterizing him. That's what his role in this movie was. Yeah, yeah. But I really did like the 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 relationship that Mario and Luigi had because you know it's always like when you're playing the games, it's usually Mario versus Luigi. Or I don't know, I haven't played some of the newer ones, but. You know, it was player one, player two. But I really liked that they were like, they would do anything for each other. And as long as they were together, everything was okay. And Mario spent the entire movie trying to find him. And I'm like, that, I thought that was really sweet. Um, and then he, yeah, he didn't really do anything for the whole movie. <laughs> so I hope he's in the next one. Well, I'm sure he'll always be there. Yeah. Well, like, I think, I mean, like, he, I has, he has more of yeah. a role. Yeah. Kind of forgot uh, where I was going with that point, but yay! <laughs> I, I I did like the uh, the Mario Kart sequence. Yeah. Yes. I thought visually, it was really good. Yeah. Seeing them do all kinds of stuff is like, oh, you can do that in the game. Oh, you can do that in the game. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was cool how they incorporated video like game elements. Yeah, into it, and then the part where you know parts where it looked like a side-scrolling game. We have Donkey Kong and, and Mario like jumping on things and beating people up and stuff like that, and they change the camera angle. It's like, yeah, okay, it's a side scroller, nice. Yeah, and I love that he got the kitty suit. Yeah, the kitty <laughs> suit and the raccoon suit. Which isn't a raccoon, actually. Technically, it's a tanuki. Yeah, <laughs> it's a raccoon. But nobody knows what a tanuki is, so that's why they always call it a raccoon. Yeah. But anyway. I, I love all the different suits, especially the cat one, obviously. Um, <laughs> oh, it was so good. <laughs> Seeing Donkey Kong with flower power. See, yeah. all of them. I love that anytime they got the power, their outfits changed. Like when Peach got like fire power <laughs> and Peach gets the ice power. Yeah. And I, it's been a long time since I've played these games. <laughs> Someone suggested that maybe I mentioned this last episode. That this could, like, you could in a weird way, like, the you do another Mario movie, you do a Link movie, you do a Metroid movie, and then do maybe one or two more, and then you have the culmination all of it in a Super Smash Brothers movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen people saying that, too, online. And, well, I wouldn't be surprised if it's somewhere in a... Like it's a down the road. Idea well, it's sure. in somebody's head that that's a possibility because, well, as we have seen, all these film studios want their own MCU. Yeah, and this is one where, like, like weirdly, if you could figure out like a half decent movie for Smash Brothers, it, like you, it's one of those things that like you can do this fairly organically right now. You wouldn't have to super rush it. And just like kind of pop it out of thin air later on, and people yeah. will go for that. Well, the whole Donkey Kong and Mario battle was pretty much a Super Smash, Smash Brothers, Brothers level. Yeah, yeah. Like you would have to come up with a reason why they're all fighting. Yeah, yeah. Like, or at least to start with, and then why they all abandoned the tournament to beat up the big bad or whatever. <laughs> why they band together because they're friends. Yep. Oh, yeah, I love, that... like, the Go whole ahead. relationship between Donkey Kong and Mario through that entire movie was great. It's like, <laughs> we'll help each other, but we hate each other. Yeah. <laughs> I'm helping you, but you suck. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, I won't tell anybody I saved your life. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was so good. Yeah. No, so thumbs up from Jen and I for your, yep. uh, mm -hmm. your last minute thing. Oh. Anybody have any other nerdy things to talk about before we start wrapping things up? Do we want to talk about the finale of The Mandalorian? Uh, yeah, we might as well do that no. a little bit. I know Kevin's not here, but... That was so sure. cute! <laughs> it was... Somebody said review. to me that if they were <laughs> ending the series now, that would be a great way of ending it. Yeah, and they're not wrong. Like if that was the end of the show, I'd be happy with it. We we know it's not. Yeah, but I'm happy that they're still going. But yes, that would have been a, a fairly satisfying ending. Yeah, that was so cute. Yeah, I, I think it was a little hypocritical of uh, Moff Gideon to. Mandalorians are nothing without their trinkets. And then, yeah. like, so yeah, it's easy for you to say in a 
<laughs> fucking power armor with high, <laughs> hydraulic <laughs> punching power. Says the so, person who's 100% covered in trinkets. Yeah. Says yes. the man who's cosplaying as Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah. So I guess that's the end of that. <laughs> yep. Well, unless that was a clone. Because he didn't have a mustache. That's true. Could be, I guess. I saw that theory on the internet. It's like, oh, we're going to find out this wasn't the real Moff Gideon because he doesn't have a mustache. That is a possibility, honestly. Mm -hmm. Like, it wouldn't be, like, too far out of the realm of, and wouldn't be, like, super stupid if that's what it was. Yeah. I I would like to think that they've killed him (laughs) off. I think think the way that it all wrapped up and the ending we got, it's, you know, that's the end of that story. Yeah. Time to move on and build towards something else. I I think that he's that's that should be the end of him. Like you said, I think they they need to have a new bad now. Like we've done Moff Gideon. He's he's had his moment. Although we still have the Spy Girl kicking around. Yep. Well, we still have yep. the 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 Shadow Cabinet there, the the Hidden Empire. Yep. So. Yep. Yeah. And, and we're and we're gonna have Thrawn soon. So. Yeah, I didn't realize it, but one of those guys in it, the one that he talks, Moth Gideon talks to him, like, so uh, keep talking about Thrawn, but where is he? He hasn't shown up yet. Like, yeah. come on, dude. It's like your girlfriend in Canada, right? <laughs> it's, but that guy apparently is like Thrawn's right-hand man in all the books and stuff. I had completely forgotten about him, to be completely ah. Yeah, I'm... I feel like I said that when we talked about that episode. Yeah. It's, mm. Yeah. I had, the, I had a very in-depth Italian, conversation Italian. with a customer on uh, last Monday about it. Oh. But, uh, yeah, no, him. And then the other guy, that was that's that's Hux's father. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Played by the actor's brother. That's funny. Yeah. Well, you want to get somebody who looks kind of well, like exactly. him, that's right? That's how you get the family mm-hmm. resemblance, right? Yeah. yeah. It's it's not a bad idea. It's those little details that make these shows run by these guys so good. Mm-hmm. I'm I, curious. Do you have they actually announced another Mandalorian season? Um, I don't think they have yet. Yeah, I'm kind of curious gonna, if this might be it for a while. No, well, because it's gonna it if Thrawn's gonna show up, it's gonna tie into however Ahsoka ends. So we're gonna have to go through that first. But there's also that skeleton crew show showing up at one point too, right? Yeah. That's also in this timeline that's going to be tying into things. Is so that like, in this timeline? Yes, because that's a, I believe that's one of the ones that they that that is part of the big movie climax okay. that they're talking about, along with possibly Bad Batch. Because I thought, uh, what's his name? I thought it was something. But is it uh, Jude Law? Is that the actor, the main guy? Yes. Isn't he like supposed to be a Jedi or something? Uh, I haven't seen what is his. Okay, maybe not. Character is. Okay, the, but uh, uh, I don't know. Maybe I just read that. Yeah, Wikipedia day. listed as just Jedi. Yeah. So okay. maybe he mm. said it somewhere in a. Uh... Or they may have said it at celebration or something. Yeah. Anyway, but um, the the. Uh, it may be a while before we see another season. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. They, they, ha- yeah. they haven't said anything about Book of Boba Fett yet. Uh, we know that next year we get Andor um, at some point. So, 
Mm-hmm. We'll probably get. I could see us getting another Ahsoka maybe before another Mando. When Grogu are now kind of semi-retired on Navarre, Navarro. Yeah. Well, they're not. They're, they're going out on on their own. They're just going to go out on adventures, doing, doing some yeah. bounty hunting and stuff. Working. So I feel. I feel Imperials like Imperials for the Re- yeah. New Republic. I feel like they set it up so that they can kind of like pop in and out of other series as oh, yeah. acquired. Yep. Like they're they're they don't need to have like how they the best episodes of the book of Boba Fett were the ones that were basically season 2.5 of Mando. Um, I think that they're going to just kind of pop in and out of like Ahsoka and uh, book of Boba Fett. If they do another one of those Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So um, also to play the conspiracy theory card a little bit. uh, What's his face? Tamira Morrison, the guy who plays uh, Boba Fett. Mm -hmm. Yep. I, I apparently they, he keeps getting asked if he's going to be showing up as Rex and he keeps denying the shit out of it, which says yep. to me that he's going to be Rex. Yep. Because <laughs> yep. at this point, like, I really don't see how they like how they can do basically this Rebels reunion without bringing in Rex. Yeah. 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 Can't wait. Can't wait. Uh, it's going to be good. Yep. Just have a few months to wait. That's all. I love me some baby Yoda. Yep. <laughs> um, so, yeah. yeah. Alrighty. So uh, maybe wrap up the episode here. Um, like Sounds I said, good. a little bit more of a relaxed episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, but before we completely wrap it up, we have two things to do. And one of those is our Patreon shoutouts. If you are liking the show that you are listening to right now, well, maybe not this episode. Maybe you really oh. like the last one. Or maybe you really like this one. Or maybe you like the next one more. You maybe can help you like us out. Tales from the Collectiverse. Yes, mm-hmm. there's also that. Um, basically, if you hear a show on this loose network of podcasts and you'd like to help us out three bucks a month on patreon patreon.com slash true north nerds uh not much in the way of uh, original content goes on the patreon it's just kind of to help us pay for the bills a little bit uh there is stuff here and there I am kind of working on a write-up and a podcast, but unfortunately the person who I'm doing the first episode with the podcast and I, we haven't been able to line up for schedules quite yet. So uh, it is coming, but it, it might be in the path. But what you do get for signing up, no matter what, is a shout-out. So shout-outs go out to Drew Parent, Karina, Rhino Vision, Alex James, Team Woods, who are the nice folks who also do truenorthnerds.com. Thank you very much. And uh, Mike Hammond, who does a lot of cool 3D printing stuff. And Rex, who is uh, a good friend and is uh, figuring out how to, to navigate the world of renovations while listening to us. And then... Uh, do other things on top of that so uh, thank you very much all of you for helping to contribute if you cannot contribute we understand that we we don't begrudge anybody on it but if you could please take time to uh, if you've seen this link somewhere share it out to your friends on your various social medias and uh, just give us a little bit of a boost 
that would be happy. Or rate and review us on your podcast app of choice. Uh, so, uh, with that in mind, Geek Picks, who wants to go first? I can go first. Okay, you can go first. Uh, so, this weekend, I finally had a chance to read uh, A Bill Argent Star, which was the series by Daniel Johnson. Uh, who was also the writer of the book both Brent and I uh, have used as a pick previously, uh, Do a Powerbomb. So after reading that and remembering he did this one, I grabbed it off the shelf at my local comic book store and read it and really enjoyed it. The art is fun. The art's cool. The story's good. Um, Leaves you with some feels. So I would recommend, if you like Beta Ray Bill at all, you should give this book a, ch- uh, a shot. Give it a read. Jen? Jen? All right, I couldn't think of a geek fix, so I'm going to plug something instead. Um, Same when difference. Is this getting, um, when is this coming out? Tomorrow? Yep. Yes. All right, so that gives you guys time. On Saturday, May the 6th, if you are in the Aurelia area and you like knitting or crochet, or other fiber works. The Sunshine Fiber Fest is happening at ODAS Park in Aurelia from 9.30 a.m. till 4 p.m. Uh, you can go to sunshinefiberfest.ca to get tickets. Uh, I am not affiliated with them in any way, shape, or form. I just love to go. Uh, there are usually bunnies there and alpacas. <laughs> I Every year I'm this cl- much closer to coming home with an angle or a bunny. Um but if you like to collect yarn and or knit, there is lots of places where you can buy yarn. You can try your hand at doing some spinning. If you've ever wanted to try that, you can go pet the extremely soft bunnies. Uh, and yeah, it's like five bucks. Um, might be more at the door, but it's five bucks now if you want to buy it online. And it's lots of fun. So I'll be there. I don't know when yet, but I will be there <laughs> Saturday, May the 6th. Well, Jen, Go you can't it, be there until after 10, because that morning you need yeah, to well, give we'll... us a ride to work for free comic book day. Also, yeah, we'll figure something out this Saturday. Yeah, I guess we should <laughs> yes. plug that as well, as since it's not really geek pick per se. But uh, as you have heard over our various shows, uh, Ryan and I both work at Big B Comics in Barrie, Ontario. Uh, May 6th is free comic book day. So uh, there will be a selection of free comics at our store. Uh, You get four free just for showing up. Uh, If you bring a non-perishable food item for the food bank, you will get two more. So uh, Ryan and I will be there. You will probably also see the often mentioned and never seen or heard Kaya. (laughs) it uh it might be worth you coming down and at the very least even if you don't see us or if we're super busy free comics and if you're not in the barry area then go find your local comic book store they will yes. most likely be participating as well yep what's your pick brent so mine goes with uh i'm going to be doing a full write up on something that may interest some of our our people may not it's a, it'll be kind of a little bit of a weird review for me uh earlier well wednesday of this past week i got to see uh, the band skinny puppy on their final live tour 
it was awesome um, <laughs> due to a weird sort of set of circumstances i ended up kind of going by myself um originally a friend was supposed to go with me but had kind of a work injury and couldn't really go and as it turned out a guy from a podcast that i've mentioned on this and as i also mentioned on my uh, radio show the dark side uh bruce lord from uh we have a technical uh ha- flew in from vancouver for this show so i met i had gone through my friends list and like hey you want to go you want to go and everybody was either busy or not really their thing which is kind of with this music that's kind of what you get sometimes and bruce uh and i had sort of made tentative plans to get together for a beer i'm like hey i got an extra ticket were you buying scalpers or did you already buy one he's like oh i've already got one but my brother was kind of thinking about going i'm like hey it's it's yours just whatever so i got to hang out with bruce and it turned out to be a really nice and cool guy which is always nice when you you listen to somebody else's podcast and then you meet them in person and they're kind of like as nice as you wanted them to be in real life. They weren't an asshole, which is really good. But Bruce is like a like he is known in this scene, like between like the the people who go there and stuff like that and very knowledgeable on the music. So it was kind of like going with like a celebrity in some ways, because <laughs> like just like all these people uh knew him and were coming up and saying hi and like he had lived in this area at one point uh when he was going to university so it, it was a it was interesting that way um and he's a super cool guy so we went and we had a great time the show was excellent it's a very theatrical like it's one of those things that I kind of think Kevin might find interesting if he was able to stand the music portion <laughs> of it because it's, it's it's music that is not for everybody, and I realize that. However, if this has kind of got your attention a little bit, and you're sort of wondering what I'm talking about, you can uh, see a previous concert from 1987 that was released as Ain't It Dead Yet. If you plug that into YouTube, mm-hmm. it'll pop up. It's uh, an hour and eight minutes. It's really cool. Kind of think horror movie mixed with industrial music, and that's sort of what you're getting. Um, there's a lot of like gore and stuff in this version of Skinny Puppy. Like the the show that I saw also involved a um, basically an alien being abused by mankind for the first half. Oh, that's why you sent me an alien picture. In picture, that that was the lead singer Ogre in that in a helmet yeah. with some like cool LED lights in the uh, the eyes. You never explained that picture. You just oh, <laughs> didn't I? No. I'll nope. show you the video footage later. The, I was confused. It. Yeah, so that's my geek pick: is Skinny Puppy <laughs> Live in Toronto, nineteen eighty-seven. Ain't it dead yet? Um, give it a shot if you're if you're curious about trying. Something a little bit new for for music and like also a little bit of a time capsule because I realized the other day that like remember when we were in our teens, like these VHS like full concerts were a thing <laughs> and or like later on DVDs, they don't do these anymore. Like it's no, very rare are... to see like a full video, like it maybe a live album, but very. Yeah, but some of these people do because you can. I think there's a Taylor Swift one on Disney Plus, and 
There's a few of them yeah. out there. It's just now it's they end up on a streaming platform. Yeah, and and Ooh, it's is for the like Taylor the Swift big Aries on there because I want to watch that. <laughs> is that what she's touring with right now? Yeah, it's called her concert's called Eras because she's going yeah, through like because she's all going her... through like her career, right? Like the, uh-huh. the different stages and stuff. Uh huh. And I would really like to see it. <laughs> I, I actually no, wouldn't I'm mind sitting even... through that, to be honest. <laughs> Woohoo! My guess is it's oh, not the, nope. that one. Date night. Wow, that's a, that's also like a weird left turn going from Skinny Puppy to Taylor Swift. You're welcome. <laughs> but uh, mm. yeah, uh, and uh, uh, like I said, I, I'm kind of going to do a, like a full write up because that that whole day for me was really kind of awesome and weird all at the same time. But uh, there we go. There's my geek pick, and that is it for this show. Uh, thank you very much for listening. We'll be back in two weeks. Any idea what we're going to be doing in two weeks, Ryan? Going crazy. <laughs> going we're not sure what movie's up in. Oh, I guess it's it'll probably be Guardians. Actually, right? Guardians, Guardians comes out, comes out the, it comes this out weekend. This week, uh, we also get Star Wars Visions, the new Ooh, the yeah. Ooh, yeah. that comes out hey. this week. Um. So also a uh, boo earns to the movie theaters in Barry for none yes. of them carrying Return of the Jedi. I know I looked into that too oh. on Friday and was boo earns. I think the um, closest yeah. one is Vaughn. Vaughn. Yeah, that's not that far. No, oh, but, but like, it, it like uh, I'm not. Sure. It might be for the week. So I don't, I, I don't know. I think it was just Friday night. Uh, no, it was playing today too. Oh, was it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, for the drive though, as much as I want to see it on the big screen, um, I've got it on VHS, DVD, Blu-ray and streaming available to me on my, from my couch. <laughs> That's very, very true. So yeah. one thing to drive to the other end of town, it's a whole other thing to drive an hour away and pay. That's that. That's fair enough. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. It, I was hoping it was going to be in the, the South end because yeah, I, would, I would definitely go carry, see it there. Yeah. Same. I would have gone. Even if it was new market, I still would have like considered trying to do it. But yeah. Vaughn is like, may, if it's still playing Friday, maybe. But it'll, yeah. But what are we seeing, Guardians? Uh, we will we have to talk discuss that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, you can find me on Instagram mm-hmm. at Toys from Collectiverse, where Ed and I post stuff from our toy collections. Yep, I'm Jen, halfway list through listening to your latest episode. Awesome. Uh, Jen, you've got a toy Instagram too, don't you? I do. You can see me on Instagram at Dolls and Ponies. Um, and I started doing TikToks, sort of. Like, oh, really? There's there's three of them. Nice. <laughs> I don't do them often, but that's I'm on TikTok. Uh, at, and my thing is dolls underscore and underscore ponies. Because the Instagram one was already taken, so... Yeah. But yeah, dolls and ponies. Nice. <laughs> and you can find me on this thing. Uh, I am tentatively going to be on somebody else's podcast at some point, but those details are still being worked out. <laughs> the person who asked me, and it was very flattering to be asked to do this particular show. 
they said, are you available this Saturday? I'm like, ah, oh, no, I'm, I'm going to see my friend who I haven't seen in quite some time for dinner. I'm sorry. Are you available next week? No, you picked the other Saturday that I'm busy because it's free comic book day. Aww. Other than those two Saturdays, I'm free. I swear. <laughs> so I swear it's my day off. I swear. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we will be back in two weeks with a look at probably Star Wars Visions and Guardians of the Galaxy Part 3. Woo. So uh, thank you very much for listening, and we will uh, listen to you soon. Or you will listen to us soon. Or somebody will be listening. <laughs> Stop the recording before I go too far. Bye! Thank you for listening to the True North Nerds. You can find us at truenorthnerds.com or on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at truenorthnerds. To contact one or any of the nerds, you can email them at truenorthnerds at gmail.com. Theme music provided by Kirby Crackle. You can find more of their music at kirbycracklemusic.com. If you like this show, please go to your podcast app of choice and rate and review us. Set your phasers to sexy